This is Dr. Benny Tate, and I would like to thank you for tuning in to this week's message at Rock Springs Church. Wherever you are, I hope this message encourages you and helps you grow in your walk with God. Here's this week's message from Rock Springs Church. Psalms 92 says this, The righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall bring forth fruit in old age. They shall be fat. Nothing wrong with being a little bit overweight. There's blessings. It doesn't take as much water in the bathtub, amen. (laughs) They shall be fat and flourishing. Let let me say something and I'll, I'll pray, folks. But just like you are today, ma'am, sir, you're beautiful to God. You're his masterpiece. Amen? And he loves you so much and has such a great plan for your life. We let the world convince us that we have to look a certain way. We've missed it, folks. That's not true. You're God's masterpiece. You're beautiful in the eyes of the Lord. That'd be a good place to say amen. Amen? All right. Let's pray. Jesus, we love you. God, would you speak to us and through us? May you give your word a free course to travel. And for all you do, we're going to praise you. For I pray this prayer in Jesus' name. Till you come, we pray. Amen. You may be seated. I want to talk to you today. Continue this series, Unlimited. But I want to share with you some things that God has showed me about the palm tree. And I wanna talk to you about the palm tree Christian. You realize, folks, that the day after Thanksgiving, more people put up their Christmas tree than any other day. The day after Thanksgiving. 94 million American families this year will put up a Christmas tree. Now get this, 84% 84% of the people who put up a Christmas tree, it's gonna be an artificial tree. Now, at our house, the pattern's always the same. I go to the basement, and I pull everything out of the basement, pull the tree out, and then Barbara puts the tree up. Pattern's always the same. I, I, heard, about, I heard a story about two blonde-haired ladies And by the way, this is a joke. (laughs) Just a joke. Nothing wrong with being a blonde-haired lady. (laughs) Two blonde-haired ladies go out in the woods, and it's cold. And they look, and they look, and they look for a tree. They spend hours and hours and hours looking for the perfect tree. And finally, one said, if we don't find one soon that's decorated, I'm going back to the house. (laughs) Now, I thought about this issue 
of trees, the palm tree. The, the Bible starts out, folks, with the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Remember, God said to Adam and Eve in Genesis, don't, don't you eat of that tree. And they ate of that tree. They literally ate us out of house and home. They ate of the tree. And then the Bible says that after they sinned, Genesis 3.8 says they hid among the trees. There was a man in the Bible. His name was Elijah. He called down fire from heaven. He could handle 450 false prophets. But one woman got him in trouble. Amen? One woman, the wrong one woman can get you in trouble. The wrong one man can get you in trouble too, by the way. <laughs> now listen, the Bible says this in 1 Kings 19 and 5, that he got under this juniper tree and literally prayed to die. There was a man in the Bible, his name was Zacchaeus. Remember Zacchaeus? Zacchaeus was a wee little man, and a wee little man was he. Did you folks ever go to church? <laughs> he was a wee little man, and a wee little man was he, and he climbed up in the sycamore tree for the Lord he wanted to see. Zacchaeus, and the last time I was over in Israel, they said, that's a sycamore tree, Pastor Benny. I said, well, I want to do something. I want to do what Zacchaeus did. I want to get in that sycamore tree. So I did just that. Did you ever think about this? Christ died, according to 1 Peter chapter 2. He died on a tree. And when we get to heaven, the Bible tells us the tree of life will be there. And Twelve manner of fruits will come from that tree. Now you hear this. Nothing is in the Bible just to be in the Bible. If it's there, there's a reason why it's there. There's a reason why it's in the Bible. And what I want to talk to you today, I want to talk to you about the palm tree Christian. This tree, the palm tree. And I want you to see three simple things because I believe after hearing this message, every one of us are gonna have a desire to be a palm tree Christian. I know I do. The first thing I want you to see is this. I want you to see the person described. The person described. Look what verse 12 says. It says, the righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. The righteous. You say, preacher, many, I sure want to flourish. Who's going to flourish? I'll tell you what the Bible says. The Bible says the people that are going to flourish 
are the righteous. Now get this. I want to talk to you about two types of righteousness. First of all, there's spiritual righteousness. That is to say, pastor, how can I be right with God? Well, the Bible says in Romans 3 and 10, as it is written, there's none righteous. No, not one. And get this, folks. You say, well, I want to do better. Well, the Bible says in Isaiah 64, verse 6, the best we can do is like filthy rags. The best we can do. Well, you say, Pastor Benny, what's the hope for us? 2 Corinthians 5 and 21. For he hath made him to be sin for us, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. What are you saying, preacher? I'll tell you what I'm saying. When I accepted Jesus Christ, he got my sin and I got his righteousness. So when God sees me, he sees me as right with him simply because I've accepted Jesus Christ. And now wait, folks. It's not enough just to have spiritual righteousness. We should desire to be morally righteous. We should desire to be morally righteous, to live lives that God can bless. You said, Brother Benny, uh, God wants to bless me. I've learned God will bless me if I get blessable. If I get blessable. And we live in a time, folks, I'm going to just say this. This is not the message, but we live in a day when nothing is wrong anymore. Not anything is sin anymore. But there still is a standard, by the way, folks. There still is absolute truth. The Bible says this in Galatians chapter 5. So I say, let the Holy Spirit, wait, guide your lives. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. The sinful nature wants to do evil, which is just the opposite of what the Spirit wants. There's a battle going on, folks. You feel like you're in a phone booth with Jehovah Witnesses. I mean... And the Spirit gives us the desires that are opposite of what the sinful nature desires. These two forces are constantly fighting each other. So you're not free to carry out your good intentions. Pastor, what kind of things would we battle? Let's, let's, let's read on. This is just God's Word. When you follow the desires of your sinful nature, sinful nature, the results are very clear. Sexual immorality. Hear me closely. Sexual immorality rules our world. You watch TV. They can't advertise a new truck if they don't have a naked woman on there. Sex. 
sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outburst of anger. Growing up, I'd always lose my temper. What happened, Preacher Benny, when you did that? My mother helped me to find it. <laughs> Selfish ambition, dissension, division. Wait, envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other sins like these. You said, Pastor Benny, that's some, but, but how do we deal with this stuff? I'm, I'm trying to hurry. Galatians 22 says this, but the fruit of the Spirit produces this in our life, love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, gentleness, and self-control. What, what are you saying, Pastor? Look here. The only way you're going to be morally right with God is through the power of the Holy Spirit. You will continue. Look here, look here. You're good people. You're, you're good people. You're not falling in six different areas. You're falling in the same area. And the enemy comes to that very same area. And he bombards you. And you feel like a failure. And you say, preacher, how can I overcome? The only way, ladies and gentlemen, we can overcome is through the power of the Holy Spirit. You say, what? folks, it's not in trying. It's in trusting and leaning in to the Holy Spirit for your life. See, I want you to see the person described you just remember, unless there is within us that which is above us, we'll soon yield to that which is around us. I, I'm going to move to the, I got, but I got to get this in. See, many times folks, we're coming down and we're saying, God, feel me. God, feel me. God, feel me. No, no. Here's what you need to do. This is what I've done and do. God, don't feel me. First, God, empty me. Because I need to be emptied of some things. And when you empty me of some things, then you can fill me with you. So we got to start out with God, empty me, and then God can fill me. See, see, I see the person described, but I want you to see something else. I want you to see the potential discovered. Look what verse 12 says. The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. You say, Pastor Benny, do you believe God wants to bless us? I believe God wants to bless your socks off. I, I believe God wants to bless your socks off. I, I, I heard about this guy that said, I've got this dog. And he'll go to the lake and come back and tell you how many ducks are on the lake. The old dog goes out and he comes back and he barks two times. He told his friend, there's two ducks on the lake. He said, well, let's send him out again about two hours later. 
And he goes out and he barks four times. And they walk down there and there's four ducks on the lake. Then the third time he goes out and he comes back and he's got a stick in his mouth. And he says, what does that mean? He said, that means there's more ducks on that lake than you can shake a stick at. I'll tell you what I believe, folks. I believe God wants to bless you more than you can shake a stick at. I believe he's a wonderful, loving, heavenly father, and he wants to bless your life. God wants to bless his children. Listen, I've just got one daughter, and I have blessed her and blessed her and blessed her and blessed her. You say, well, you hadn't done that for mine. She's not my daughter. But I have for her. And you're God's child. And God wants to bless you. Read, read your Bible, folks. Psalms 84 verse 11 says, no good thing will he withhold. The Bible says in Isaiah, I mean in Psalms 68, 19, he daily loads us down with benefits. What's God said? God said, oh, I want to I flourish you. That means I want to cause you to sprout. I want to call, folks, I'm preaching better than you're responding. I want to cause you to sprout. I want to give growth in your life. Growth in your ministry. Growth in your relationships. Growth in your career. Growth in your finances. I want to, I want to bless you. I want to bless you, and you'll start producing coconuts. <laughs> I, 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 listen, listen, I want to bless you, and, 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 and your tree is just going to hang with coconuts. What does a palm tree do? I'll tell you what a palm tree does. It produces coconuts. This morning before I came to church, I've got some great news. I brush my teeth. <laughs> I, I do it every day. And you know almost every day what I brush my teeth with? Coconut oil. Coconut oil. Because it's great. It's great for your teeth. It's great for your gums. Ladies, it, 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 it's great for your hair. It, it, it helps with diabetes. Did, did you know, I'm not, I'm not going to try this. I may try it. As, as I researched this week, I found out that it helps with belly fat. I don't know if you need to drink it or rub it on. <laughs> but, 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 but coconut oil, is, it, it, it's, a, it's a real blessing. It literally, literally, my research said that it helps you to burn calories. Wow. Now look, get this, folks. The coconuts don't stay with the tree. Oh, wait. The coconuts don't stay with the tree. They, they, see, see that tree? See, oh, folks, somebody says, oh, I, I want God to bless me. The problem is he wants to bless you, but you're trying to keep all the coconuts. You're trying to keep the coconuts. 
But the coconuts are not meant to stay with the tree. That coconut oil is meant to be used to help other people. It's not meant to stay with a tree. You say, oh, I wish God would bless me. God has blessed you, but you want to keep all your coconuts? And you've never realized that when God blesses us, he's got more than us in mind. God blesses us because he says somebody needs some coconut oil. And I want to take this oil and I want to use it to help somebody that's diabetic. Somebody's got a skin problem and they need some coconut oil. See, folks, many times God, I'm done on this, but many times God can't get it to you because God can't get it through you. He can't get it to you because he can't get it through you. And you've got sticky hands. And you say, no, 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 no. Listen, folks, God, God wants to bless you. God wants you to be a palm tree Christian. God wants you to flourish. But I want to remind you something. I'm, you can't outgive God. You can't outgive God. I pray this year when we think about this manger, we think about all the children that could be reached and all the lives that could be impacted. Folks, don't keep your coconut. Don't keep your coconut. I see, I think it's a nut that keeps the coconut. <laughs> Are making campus with their manger offering. They're trying to raise money to, to buy a 15-passenger van. And they said, Pastor Benny, we need a place to baptize people. Look, folks, I, I, I just want to remind you so far this year, our church has reached 1,663 people for Jesus Christ. Now I'm done. Just, just don't, don't, don't keep your coconut. Don't be like the preacher and the farmer. The preacher and the farmer were having a conversation and he said to the farmer, he said to that farmer who was in his church, if you have 100 cows... Would you give 50 of them to God? He said, yes, I would. He said, if you had 1,000 chickens, would you give 500 of those chickens to God? He said, yes, I would. He said, if you had two hogs, would you give one of those hogs to God? He said, preacher, that's not fair. You know I've got two hogs. <laughs> Let's don't keep our coconuts. Let me tell you the third thing and I'm done. The picture detailed. The picture detailed. First of all, what does a palm tree Christian look like? Why is it important that I'm a palm tree Christian? Three quick statements and I'm done. First of all, a palm tree Christian bears fruit every month. Bears fruit every month. Producing coconuts, Every month. And you know the Bible talks about bearing fruit that remains. Don't you want to bear some fruit that's going to live on after you? Don't you want to bear some fruit that's going to remain? That your life made a difference? Help me live from day to day in such a self-forgetful way 
that even when I kneel to pray, my prayer shall be for others. Others, yes, Lord, others. Let this my motto be. Let me live for others, God, that I may live like thee. A palm tree Christian, they're producing fruit every day, every month. And if we're gonna be a palm, you say, preacher, you don't need to judge people. I'm not judging people. But folks, I can look at the fruit. And if there's no fruit in their lives, that tells me a lot about the tree. Let me tell you the second thing about a palm tree. That palm tree knows how to handle a storm. That palm tree, they, 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 they know how to handle a storm. You know, a tornado can come through and there'll be massive oak trees on the ground. But a palm tree, it can sustain 150 mile per hour wind. Why? Because it will bend, <laughs> but it won't break. <laughs> Listen, it, hey, the storm may come. It will bend, but it won't break. It might get knocked down, but it won't get knocked out. That old tree will bounce right back up. Amen? It's what a palm tree Christian does. They, they may bend, but they're not gonna break. I studied the palm tree. And I studied it has to do with the root system. How the roots, oh glory be to God. It has to do with how that root system, those fibrous roots, it builds an anchor. <laughs> it builds an anchor in the soul. Oh, honey, let me tell you what we need. We need an anchor, amen. It builds an anchor. You say, well, that preacher, where do you think I could find an anchor? I need an anchor. Oh, I'm glad you asked. I'm glad you asked because the Bible says this. <laughs> Those that be planted in the house of the Lord. Somebody said church don't matter. Oh, yes, it does matter. Because when we're planted in the house of the Lord, it's an anchor. The Lord being that anchor. Now, let me tell you this, and, and I'm done. I've, I've preached enough. The third thing I want you to see is this. They know how to handle a storm. <laughs> I want to know how to handle a storm, folks. Because let me tell you something. <laughs> Storms are coming. <laughs> let me tell you, I, I, I'm, I'm, just being, I'm just real transparent with you. I wrote a book on the Holy Spirit with Brittany McNeely, a wonderful lady in our church. Did a great job. Look, folks, you hear Preacher Benny. When you try to write a book on the Holy Spirit, 
hell's coming at you. Because the enemy don't want that message out there. Because for so long, many churches have said, that's not for us. But I want to report to you, he is for us. He is for us. Sir, he is for you. What's pulling you down? What's causing you to rush back to that computer? What's causing? No, no. The power's through the Holy Spirit. The power of the Holy Spirit. Only through the power of the Holy Spirit. Here's what I want you to see. They know how to handle a storm. But the fourth thing, third thing, excuse me, is they're people of praise. They're people of praise. You said, Pastor Benny, well, I'm, I'm walking through a tough time. What, what advice would you give me? I just had a curiosity. I'm just curious. It's us. If anybody hears other than us, would you raise your hand? It's just us. How many would say, look at me? Through loss or whatever, I'm going through a tough time. Look, hey, hey I'm going to be transparent as your pastor. My hand's in the air. Keep them up. Keep them up. I'm going through a tough time. Look, I, no, keep just for a moment. Christmas is rough, by the way. Thanksgiving was pretty rough when you think about who wasn't there. You say, well, preacher, but anyway, keep them up. What do you recommend I do? Here's what I recommend you do. Just get them both up. No, no, that's what I recommend. Just praise your way through it. Just praise your way through it. You just praise your way. That's it, sis. You just praise your way through it. You just praise your way through it. Palm branches in the New Testament, one man wrote about them. What was his name? His name was John. Remember? When Jesus came into Jerusalem on that borrowed donkey? Remember when Jesus rode into Jerusalem? Look what happened. They said, Hosanna! Blessed is the King of Israel that cometh in the name of the Lord. what they do? They took those palm branches. It's John. He's the only man in the New Testament who wrote about palm branches. When did he write about them again? When he was on the Isle of Patmos. In the book of Revelation. Look what he says. After this I beheld and lo a great multitude which no man could number of all nations and kindreds and people in tongues. Wait. This is all I'm going to say. When we get to heaven, brother, there's going to be all kindreds and all nations and all people and all tongues. God help us. God help us. God help us that we still live in a world where there's racism. God help us that we can do a lot of things together, brother, but we can't go to church together. God help us. Brother, we're going to heaven together. We're going to heaven together. We're going to heaven together. 
no place for it. If you think because of your race, you're superior to somebody, Rock Springs Church is not the church for you. I don't know what got me on that, but anyway, let's go. And they cried with a loud voice, salvation to our God, glory be to God, which sat upon the throne and unto the Lamb. And all the angels stood round about the throne and about the elders. Who were the elders? They were 24 elders. 12 represented the 12 tribes of Israel. The other 12 represented the 12 apostles. The elders represent the old and the New Testament saints. It represents us, by the way. And they fell before the throne on the, the four beasts, which is angelic beings. And they fell before the throne on their face and worshiped God. What'd they say? Blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be unto our God forever and ever. Amen. Preacher Benny, what are you saying? Here's what I'm saying. I've got to quit. I've got to quit. When Jesus came into Jerusalem, only a few took palm branches. But in heaven, a great multitude would take palm branches. <laughs> when Jesus rode into Jerusalem, only the Jews waved the palm branches. But in heaven, all nations are gonna wave the palm branches. When Jesus rode into Jerusalem on that donkey, they wanted him to be king of Israel. But in heaven, he's king of kings and Lord of lords. <laughs> when Jesus rode into Jerusalem, he was on his way to be crucified. But all oh, in heaven, he's on his way to be coronated. When he rode into Jerusalem, Glory be to God, he sat on a donkey, but in heaven, he'll sit on a throne. King of kings and Lord of lords. When he rode into Jerusalem, he was on his way to stand before a judge. But in heaven, he will be the eternal judge and every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that he is Lord. Can we praise him? Come on folks, let's praise him. Can we praise him? Thank you for joining us for this week's message from Rock Springs Church. If you would like more information about Rock Springs, be sure to follow us on social media or connect with us at rockspringsonline.com. Join us right here next week for another message from Rock Springs Church.